come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. Every Saturday night, the freak show happens whether you want it to or not. And in spite of all odds, as it turns out, we watch a movie, then we sit around and talk about it for your listening pleasure and possibly some education. Maybe Ooh, not on this. No, this I got some education for this movie. Okay. <laughs> All right, so going around the table, these are tonight's internet radio superstars. Travis. Coming back once again is Nick. And I'm Colin. And tonight, you're, it's, you're, it's unfortunate, it's my movie pick, and I chose the movie from 1982 that proves you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. That's a good one. Pieces. Pieces. Uh, the second tagline is, it's exactly what you think it is. It's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> well, what do you think it is? I mean, pieces. <laughs> good God. Uh, so pieces. Ooh, I movie. came to this movie. Well, okay. So I originally became aware of it. I think it, it was like in the video store. Oh, yeah. It's got a girl laying down on the cover with a big chainsaw. Yeah, <laughs> it's called yeah, Pieces. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm seeing this. <laughs> yeah. Did you I've, see I've it? Never, I've never seen this cover. I've never heard of this movie. I've, really? Does this yeah. have the original? Does this Blu-ray have the original or the VHS cover? Yeah, it's right there. Cool. Yeah, so see, that's just too awesome. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. <laughs> well, there's the original poster. We're looking at the, uh, the special grindhouse releasing three disc version three disc special edition on blu-ray yeah. on blu-ray Which proves that a movie like, called pieces colin is willing to go way farther <laughs> for this movie than i would i mean i probably saw this when i was i mean i saw all these movies when i was 13 or 14 or whatever seems 15 and I don't remember this one though i mean like i, I don't you, remember seeing you own it. this i saw it at the drive-in um, they brought it around. Oh. It was like the fourth movie of a four four movie uh, horror all nighter a number of years ago. And they had the Blu-ray, or, or you just saw they had the Grindhouse the releasing time. version of it. You know, because they cleaned it up, and I don't know. You know, Grindhouse releasing. I think we talked about this on maybe the Beyond podcast that we did. That was also theirs, but it was uh, Sage Stallone, Sylvester Stallone's kid, who is now passed on, and Bob Murkowski who is Sam Raimi's editor, uh, the two of them founded this company because I guess Sage Stallone said when he was a kid, his dad was gone a lot. And so he watched a little shitload of horror movies. And then, you know, as he got older, wanted to put these things out or restore them and ended up, I think, for the beyond. There's a story online and maybe DVD review or something like that. I remember reading this where they documented how they found that movie. They had to actually, like, go to Italy and find, like, these, you know, uh, Technicolor, you know, print, like, that was somewhere in a vault and actually restore this movie. It was pretty cool. It was like a detective story, you know? Like, shit, we should make like, that into a movie. But, uh, <laughs> you know, to recover these movies. And they only have, like, I don't know. They they put out Cannibal Holocaust, The Beyond, Pieces. Uh, there's, movies. like, ten other ones. but Well, like, last week or so, I was saying like man it's so hard like i so we uh, what uh, we watched uh sorority house massacre 2 and i did a double feature of one and two and it's like man it's so crazy that i used to lie i used to remember liking sorority house massacre one like pretty fun i was pretty fond of it i'm like why 
<laughs> and then I saw pieces. I'm like, oh, that's why. It's like once you start watching shit tons of these type of movies, man, you'll find the, even the shittier ones and be like, I can follow the characters. Like, mine's pretty good. It's a pretty good horror movie. Huh? All right, so we got another confession to make here. This is going to color the experience of the, the conversation tonight. Travis had to watch this one uh, a, separate from us. And we watched this with a uh, with the the Vine Theater experience. So we had a crowd of invisible people in the room with us, what? <laughs> yeah. laughing at the movie, and it kind of made it maybe a different experience than what you had. Oh no, know? I was cracking up this whole fucking movie. I mean, I was cracking up, but also kind of like, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Yeah, some of, some of the comments that the the crowd were making just just kind of. Elevated it a little bit for, yeah, for my watching at the screen yeah. and stuff. It's on the on the Blu-ray. One of the options, the audio options, is you can turn on the uh, the theater recording. Well, okay, I want to just jump into this. Uh, okay, this movie. It, okay, it follows kind of your classics, like late seventies, early eighties, kind of whodunit, right? It's the here's your cast of characters. One of them's the killer, you and know. And you have a black gloved killer, but he's wearing like oh, he's the surgical he's gloves? the bad guy <laughs> yeah. from uh, from Police Academy, Citizens on Patrol. Remember, you, know, you just see him in the in the window, yeah. the silhouette of him wearing the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like a classic, isn't that? It's um, pretty classic. Is it Blood and Black Lace, or what was the Mario Bava movie where we put the guy in the trench coat and the hat, and that well, he had the mask Probably. on his face. Remember that uh, made him like like he had no face. But the the idea of the black gloved trench coated fedora wearing killer is like a staple of a lot of and this one he needs a chainsaw giallo movies yeah <laughs> but this is an italian it's no, uh it's definitely it's, not it's spanish is it but it it's shot in in spain and in massachusetts crazy it takes place in massachusetts so that's why there's a famous spanish version or mexican version yeah yeah and they they, they when you watch it with that in mind is like they take care to put like Pictures of Ronald Reagan on the walls, mm-hmm. uh, um, American flags. In I noticed the Ronald room. Reagan. <laughs> the, like, the girl walking around in the USA sweatshirt. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Well, what's like, funny look, is we're in America. <laughs> I watched, you can actually watch this on YouTube if you get the chance. Um, but I started accidentally watching the Spanish version. And I, I, like, I, I liked how it started off. You saw the picture of the house and there was this cool little piano playing. And then you go see the little kid putting the puzzle together of the naked chick. And uh, the mother comes in and kind of looks dotingly at him. But there was no, like in the American version, he's singing Humpty Dumpty Humpty. He sounds like a fucking freak, right? He sounds like Humpty Dumpty Humpty Dumpty has a great fall. Hello, King's Horse, Hello, King's Man. It's just like, oh, okay. Like, I did like, I mean, the, the Spanish version started creepier, but as soon as the uh, mother talked to him, it's like, Ronaldo. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> I got to find an English version. Well, I really didn't. I could have been, I mean, I would have missed all the great lines we'll get to, but, uh, <laughs> but I could have watched it. I might even go back and watch know, it, no, the Spanish I'm, version with the music. I, I might have to watch that version. It says it's called, I can't pronounce this. It's something along the lines of the original title was Night of a Thousand Screams. or the night has a thousand cries or something like Crazy. that. The American distributor called Pieces. It Pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so... 
So the mother finds the boy putting together the uh, like a nudie pick, the nudie oh, pick uh, jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah which ah, I never knew I back wish. when I was a kid. Well, I, we, never... I guess we weren't in the sixties or no. That was supposed to be in the in the in the forties. No, in the forties, yeah. Because yeah. then it's like forty years later. I'm like what the fuck? Yeah. Our yeah. killer's like fifty five or something. <laughs> <laughs> old ass killer. Yeah. Wait, did that kind of clue you in on what was going on? No, uh, but yeah. I mean, it, it helped point who it was it could only be like two yeah. fucking people exactly. or no three maybe if you, <laughs> you know where, the where, they're, where they're trying to throw in like the college students and that oh. like that I was like there's no way it was 40 years ago <laughs> yeah. that's where i found the problem with this fucking movie um i mean we'll get back to the story in a minute um all these whodunit uh killer movies have one thing in common mm. is you're supposed to assume the killer is one of the characters being murdered right Right. This fucking movie doesn't make any fucking sense because it just always randomly jumps to girls like, let's see what she does. Oh, she's a tennis player. Oh, she's a dancer. Let's watch that for fucking five or seven minutes. Yeah. And then let's kill that person. And then it's just like, but that's like, I don't know. It just doesn't fucking work. It's like you need the characters to be the murderers are yeah. the murdered and you, you know friday say, 13th yeah. fucking seven kids go to a camp each one of those kids is murdered not just random fucking people mm, and, the, right. and the kids are walking looking around at each other like did you do it yeah did you do it? it's like what <laughs> who gives a fuck yeah that's the problem with this movie is you can't give a fuck about anything that happens because they just randomly <laughs> drop you into scenes and you're like all right so we're going to watch this for a few minutes. It's like a music video. It's like filling time. <laughs> it's like, you know, we got a new camcorder, like yeah. watching girls jazzercise. Yeah, or but somehow like that, it, that worked for me. Like when you when I was watching it, it was like, you know, you'd cut to like, yeah, the, the kamikaze aerobics scene where we're just going to watch them work out. And there's like, you're just oogling. Yeah. Uh, oh, women. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it just doesn't work when you don't know the characters you know the whole idea that you have mm-hmm. to have sympathy for the character to yeah, care. it's like yeah. i guess this is the movie that like the fuck this like does it for me like i don't care i yeah. just don't care there's just like who's this girl what's she doing oh, she's gonna get she's chainsawed yeah you know because- it's fucking stupid that he takes the dancer's arms i'm like what the yeah, fuck right? that's, exactly, that's exactly because that part came up and i'm like oh if he's looking for legs look at the <laughs> you know? look at the legs on the, the instructor lady i was like holy shit and dude then, he doesn't go for the legs. Yeah. That's why I think, like, I, I mean, I'm sure this movie was made um, as budget permits. So it's like, well, let's let's shoot this murder. Let's shoot this murder. And then mm. they added in the fucking characters running around. There's the cop going around talking to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seems like that's how they would have done this movie. Maybe. They they said, uh, you know, because I've watched some of the extra features, there was a script that they had. But you're saying maybe they scripted it that, you know, it was like based on the murders. The killer in this movie, because so it, it is the kid it's the from little, the from the beginning whose mother catches him putting together this starts slapping the fuck out of him, and so he axes her to death. Yeah, but nobody assumes that he's the killer because he's a kid. They well, think he, somebody broke he into comes the house. Out, yeah, he her. says, "What does he say? Like the big man, the big man, yeah, or some yeah, shit." Yeah, yeah. Like he goes in the closet, that he's covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> which is just like, what the fuck? Like this is I don't know. Mom's no. bloody head is in the other closet. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's a good, like, that's a, I mean, that, that is like this type of movie's special effects, right? You get the yeah. dresser, you cut <laughs> yep. the hole in the top yep. of the dresser and have the mom actress stick exactly her head through the hole. And, oh my God, Johnson. You know. mm-hmm. <laughs> but his motive, I guess, that, that motivates him going around to all of these different random women is he's 
for some reason, which we're going to have to try and uncover, uh-huh. in 40 years later, 40 years later, he's trying to put to make a girl puzzle in real life. So he's choosing women at random at this college where the movie takes place. And, you know, from one girl, he takes a head from another girl. He takes the torso, you know, and so torso. Forth. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so uh, there's a scene at the beginning of the movie. Once we jump into the modern day where we see the killer, I believe, like uh, he retrieves the puzzle, like from no good reason. Now he's got black gloves. He retrieves the puzzle from a drawer is going through like, you know, the mother's dress and all this stuff that he's kept in a memento thing, which cuts to there's intercut with a woman on skates (laughs) and she's going down the street and she's saying hello to everybody on the quad. And these two guys are moving a giant piece of glass or a mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she, it's one of those things where, you know, I mean, the way that they're cutting it's like people pulling, uh, you know, truck pulls up, see the girl coming. Then they pull the mirror out. The girl's like, oh my God, you know, and it's like, it's one of those cliche, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. people are going to crash. She's going to crash into this. She hits the mirror and it shatters. And are we to assume, I mean, because this is what I get out of it, even though, I don't have a reason or a rational way that I can explain <laughs> that this makes any sense, but somehow her hitting the glass triggers a psychotic episode See, in the killer who we're not even sure is on the scene. That's what I took from it is that, uh, that probably, you know, since it happened on campus that it triggered, you know, the Dean to slip into that, but Get it away. <laughs> oh, oh my bad <laughs> but why i don't know yeah it's just like i don't even fucking recall that scene i, I know don't. right like it's, it's so like, like huh? what what no it's in there i mean but, as soon as you but, said it she's wearing green right uh whatever maybe <laughs> anyway not that important i guess yeah i guess so right it, it like either seeing her in pieces or Right, the you know, if it like, like cut her feet off, he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, but I do like how when he's like frantically putting the puzzle together, they already got like some of the pieces put yeah. together. So he's just slamming down these full. He's like, "Oh, this guy's a master at putting this fucking bitch <laughs> together now." Like forty years of just like, "Oh shit, naked girl." Yeah, well, what, what, well, watching movie where like, oh, you know, he's kind of cheating putting together the puzzle with all these pieces already together. Yeah, like, he they're, was, they're just cutting down on time. But it did make a good. Like, I would have to say that those are the scenes I remember this movie is like shit like that because that's the, the one. guy putting the puzzle together yeah because of how quickly he was able to do it how oh. frantically like I, yeah it just it did something for me it like that was the only piece of like oh shit this is kind of you know yeah these are the arty scenes right he's like that's when he's getting all like revved up to go kill or yeah. whatever so when, when he, he goes out and kills together. he puts on the, the the gear the trench coat and all that stuff gear. and he breathes gear. so this is like the character when we because you know you realize this is a character that you've seen throughout the entire movie one of these people in the on the faculty 40 years later did it uh Who but is? when he's stalking people there's that you know the heavy breathing you know <sighs> the 80s that's just what they did ever since michael myers did it inside of the Captain yeah, kirk mask and, it added a uh you know that means you're unbalanced you're a psycho if you yeah. breathe like a psycho <laughs> your face is covered yeah or you're, you're like 300 pounds just <laughs> yeah you're 300 pounds. <laughs> which was our first I, suspect <laughs> who is uh i call him bluto because he's bluto, he's bluto for bluto? popeye no yeah. his name's fucking like oh paul smith no the uh was he bluto 
Yeah. I thought so. Holy fuck. <laughs> like from the Robin Williams Popeye yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, Okay, holy shit. <laughs> My mind is blown because the whole time I was like, this fucking dude's Bluto, man. Yeah. Oh, Popeye. Yeah. Oh. But uh, what was the janitor's name? He's the janitor. Willard? Willard. 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 Yeah. Willard, yeah. Willard. Is it Willard? Willard. Once you're done with this job, why don't you go get another job? Yeah, I'll do that job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's not the guy. As I'll, as I'll stroke my uh, chainsaw here. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe that guy is actually Bluto. That cracks me up, <laughs> dude. Yeah, the whole thing. I was like, he's Bluto. Yeah. Yeah. And he's then, also in uh, Midnight Express. Just throwing that out there. And for some reason, another... I mean, he's really our only characters. Kendall, the most fuckiest dude on campus. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. It makes no sense. This is one of those. His dick's going to fall off, man. Dude, it's crazy. Well, they had shots back then, I think. Is he like, uh, you know, like a 30-year-old freshman? That's what, like, I did not give a fuck about this guy. Because, okay, your first scene is like this girl in the library is just like, I really want to do it in the water. It's like, Jesus Christ. I would love to be this guy. Yeah. And then this is some guy with like a curly fro. Curly fro. He's wearing glasses. I thought he was like a nerdy character at first. You know, he's in the library. Yeah, exactly. Motherfucking (laughs) dork. Uh, Then, you know, she gets up and then, you know, she goes to the pool, gets undressed. That's when, you know, oh, my God, the killer is going to happen. And the killer uh, gets her with a pool net. net. Yes. Oh, we'll come back to that. Her out of the water. We'll come back, we'll come back to that. I want to get back to Kendall. So then, so then, okay. After that scene, this other character runs up to Kendall and he's like, Oh, I got a note from that chick that was left like a while ago or something. He's like, Oh, I was supposed to meet her. Like, what? Why didn't you? Oh, I was banging this other shit. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you're supposed to be like living vicariously through this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, fucking crushing a lot of puss. You know? <laughs> There's but a I, scene in the movie where he is actually in bed with this girl, and she's like, she's moaning and all. He's like, "What are you doing? Making so much noise? They're gonna hear you like all over the place. You're this crazy. Totally turning me off. <laughs> like, what is she? Oh, I'm like, sorry, Kendall. I swear." I won't lose my mind again. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> this fucking guy. Yeah, I felt nothing for this character. I hated him, in fact. Why did he die? This guy was like the most awesome guy ever at some point because, like, even the way the cops treat him. Like, this is a student, right? Like, yeah, they're like, you're going to join the force, huh? You know, it's like, what the yeah, fuck like, is this guy doing? You I know? know we shouldn't be doing this, but you're okay, kid. <laughs> we totally yeah, trust crush you. a lot of puss. <laughs> I like that in a kid. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? There was one, yeah, it was like, what do we... It's like, well, we don't have enough people for who's going to be able to do that. You know who you need to get? You need to get that Kendall kid. I mean, it was just like <laughs> they layered it on so thick. It was amazing. And that's why I don't understand, because, like, you would assume... Okay, in the, this is why I'm like, this fucking movie just fails at this whole murder, miss, the whodunit slasher thing. They just fail at it because you're supposed to assume, well, that was a girlfriend of his that he really cared for. And that's why he's invested to go out there. But he's like, no, he's just like, nah, I fucked this other bit. And now I'm going to fuck this other chick. Like, two days after this chick got her fucking head, like, torso taken or whatever. Yeah. She was the torso, right? The In yeah. the pool? The pool was the torso, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. we miss who With was the, the head then. Didn't the head go first? Yeah, the, the head. head oh, yeah, the, head, oh, the was, head was the girl who was sunning herself or yeah, whatever. That was right before we met uh, Bluto, right? The fucking janitor, yeah. and that was like a weird scene. I mean, they they did their best with what they had, right? They had like the camera to an angle, like 
to where he like swishes the fucking chainsaw. You see kind of like a little hair than just a spray of blood. That way you're yeah. to assume like, oh shit. <laughs> but you don't see nothing. The spray. It's a fountain that like erupts at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Which did have me come back and like, is that like someone's head buried in the ground? <laughs> yeah. like, That's what it? I was wondering how, you know, because the body yeah. looked like it was an actual yeah. body. It looked like their head was just buried in the in the ground behind them. <laughs> yeah, Enough that. so until I went back and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like this movie kind of doesn't have effects, but it kind of does. Yeah, it no. has after effects. Like, yeah. it doesn't necessarily ever show... Well, the shower scene kind of shows contact a little bit in the yeah, stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like everything else through. is kind of, like, off-screen a little bit with blood sprays, and then you see, like, oh, my God! Yeah, there's an awesome, what, uh, knife through the back of the head oh, yeah, that, that comes was, out of her mouth. That was a pretty good scene. Where you can see the killer, because I think it's, like, slow motion. You see this from behind, or you're, the point of view is you're behind the woman who's being stabbed, and the, the killer brings the knife up to the back of her head, and it bends when it makes contact with because it's obviously a fake knife, mm-hmm. but they still used it. And then they cut to the the front the of her face with the knife out sticking mouth, out of her mouth. Yeah. Hilarious. <clears throat> Good stuff. <clears throat> Pardon me. Which uh, we'll get to our next character, the professor. Well, we got to mention before we get to that, we have to mention the, the cops, or do we? Because the cops are called in. Or is that the main character? The main character is the the Kendall and the fucking main cop. Yeah, the main cop is Christopher George. Which the, I've seen him before, right? Yeah, because Christopher right, George was married to Linda Day George. In this movie, she's just credited as Linda Day, but she's the uh, tennis coach slash police inspector. Oh, that's great too. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they were an item. They did a bunch of movies together, including like Grizzly, and I don't know if they were in really? Convoy. He was in Enter the Ninja. I remember he was a bad guy in Enter the Ninja. <clears throat> Franco Nero. Oh yeah, tons of stuff. Yeah. Oh, we, we passed. There's an awesome line in this movie uh, before. Cause talking about <laughs> Kendall's... Meet the teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's the girl who's like, are they, did you hear they installed a waterbed on campus? And she's yeah, like, like installed a waterbed on campus. <laughs> well, that's what you do. Because it's a hip happening school in I Boston. Guess so. <clears throat> and she's like, oh, there's nothing more beautiful than smoking a lot of pot. And, and fucking, fucking out, out of water. water. But, <laughs> this is my impression, though, because I've actually said this line a lot, how the girl says it. There's nothing more beautiful than smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I guess so. No, I've never smoked pot while fucking on a waterbed. But and then there's a really hilarious, <laughs> hilarious, hilarious, hilarious joke when they go up to this stiff professor and the, the chick is professor. like, yeah, and she's, uh, where's the pectorals at? Everyone says I have, they like make they fun of mine or whatever. Yeah. And he looks at her like... You have nothing to worry about, I assure you. <laughs> As her tits are pointing out, like... She did have a good inches. wreck. <laughs> yeah. It was a nice wreck. Yeah. For sure. Good 80s wreck. Yeah. Well, so he's a- our next, like, like, oh, this fucking dude did it. It's 40 years later, and we've only seen one fucking old dude at this point. Yeah, before we meet the really dean. The, the, the other cop, the partner, he's never really made a, you know, mm-hmm. suspicious. He's the go to guy. He's just yeah. like, go give me information. All right, boss, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. We're out here shopping for clothes without labels and trying them on for some. Oh, I love that line. <laughs> yeah, and the other great line in this movie is when, uh, actually, when the, uh, the boy gets the note to show up uh, and ends up sh- that he was supposed to show up to the pool, his friend gives him a note. His friend 
like asks a chick if she's seen him or something like that. And then he's like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Whatever. She stares at him like, Oh, whatever. He goes, Oh, slay me with a, with a, like a withering look. Like I give a shit. <laughs> that was a great line. Yeah. So then there's the Dean, right? He's the other character who's introduced as a potential suspect. In this, but not uh, really. They don't really introduce him as a potential suspect. Well, he's, he's just, just of the age that. Exactly. There's only like, yeah, these people, all, they have, the killer has to be 55, a male, and we've met three. Yeah. Or so th- four if you count the cop's uh, partner. But this is, okay, so the scene, I guess, like you were talking before about like these movies don't work because you need to have uh, these people become the victim at some point, right? There's usually the scene, like everybody, so you have a group of people, each one of them is being killed by one of the other ones, you don't know who, and there's usually a scene where suspicion is thrown off of our killer. If you get sophisticated enough in your movie watching, you'll catch the scene (laughs) where like the girl is in the house and there's a noise at the door and she sees like, uh, you know, like uh, the shadow of somebody outside. And so she retreats into the house or goes to the window and then a cat jumps in or something. It's like, Oh, then her boyfriend shows up and comforts her. And that scene triggers in you the idea that, like, well, I remember her being threatened. There was a guy outside. It wasn't that the, the killer was coming to get her, but it wasn't the killer. She's actually the killer. Cha-cha. This movie does the same thing. Not as well done, I don't think. But the note that Kendall receives that uh, that told him not to go to the or to it go arrives to the pool, at the uh... it came to the dean's office. So the dean had to pass this note which is from the killer, which we find out is him, had to actually be delivered to his office, to his secretary, so the secretary would give it to him so he could pass on to Kendall. It's a good fake-out. Therefore, he cannot be the killer. It's a good fake-out. Because I didn't Mm. see it coming. You know? Because I was like, who could it be? They don't give you fucking anything. (laughs) Except for they try to pass it off on the professor because... He's in the fucking pool house. It's like a gay guy in the pool house, of course, right? What are you doing here? It's none of your business, you know. Oh, we know what he's doing. Yeah, but that's supposed to. Do you mind taking a look at this scene? (laughs) Give me your professional opinion on how. Yeah, we don't have time. I don't want to wait for the uh... coroner, professor. You take a look at this and tell us if this could have been done by a chainsaw. He goes over, lifts up the the body part. Well, I don't know, but. Even a layman could tell that this was done yeah. by that weapon. The fucking chainsaw's covered like in blood. Duh. Which was pretty stupid for oh, fucking Bluto geez. to come in, touch it, and then, like, you know, realize what it is. Then when the cops come in, he starts beating the fuck out of all of them. It's just like, well, of course, he's it, you know. Action. It's an action scene. It was yeah, an action scene. He, he takes that blow from that fake wooden stick. <laughs> Fantastic. The guy tried to hit him again with that. You see, he hits him once and it breaks. And then he throws like one of the cops Mm -hmm. into the pool, throws the other one against the wall, turns back to the kid to Kendall and Kendall's like, he's got this stick, which is now already pre broken. Like hits him again. I'm like, Ooh, was that one still breakaway at that point? Uh, there was, um, okay. So that's, I think, I believe that's our, our cast of, uh, of suspects. So into this, then, the cops get the brilliant idea that, well, they're undermanned, of course, and they can't actually afford to investigate this themselves, even though there's two guys who have nothing else to do except investigate this series of events. But they I don't love go how near they're the like, college. There's the first scene with the 
with the dean is like, we don't want to scare people. We'll tell them their accidents. But then, like, nobody knows. So they're exactly. totally keeping th- fucking <laughs> right. four murders completely hush. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what the fuck? Is anybody like, where is this person? What was the line? Because the, there's a female reporter shows up. I hear there's murders at the college. Oh, those are just rumors. This happens at colleges every year. Every so. year they like, say people are murdering people. I don't know. But then again, that's what the killer would say, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's been doing it. Maybe. Because maybe this isn't. That's the fucking thing I wish this movie would at least tell us. If it was the Dean, it's like, is this a yearly thing on the anniversary of him fucking butchering his mother? Or yeah. is it like, yeah, 40 fucking years later, he's like, oh, I must do it. I don't know. I took it as it's 40 years later yeah. he snapped, but who knows? Yeah, because it's like, well, obviously he was fucking nutballs from the get-go. I don't believe this nutball kid could become the dean of a goddamn college. <laughs> you know, he was a fucking axe murderer at that age. And why right. would he, if he was an axe murderer then, that wouldn't have been his first murder. You know, you don't just like, I'm murdering my mom and I'm fucking cool with it. <laughs> and then 40 years later, it's like, no, it's like there has to be murders that whole way. Right, yeah. I don't know. That's just my, like. Yeah, too much true crime crap. Maybe yeah. he was killing, you know, neighborhood animals or something before that. I don't know. Well, he he had to when he was a kid. I was just wondering if you're kill if you're an axe murderer that can kill your mother at the age of let's what was he thirteen, let's say twelve, some shit. If you already murder your mom with an axe and know to like cover it up, number one, you're not <laughs> crazy. You know to cover it up, right? <laughs> you know what, what would stop you from murdering? It's not just like. No, oh, damn it, I must see this naked puzzle completed. <laughs> Who knows what went on earlier that day? Mom took away his chocolate milk. And that naked puzzle thing was just the, like. Something like that. Yeah, made him snap. But the cops, right? So their their way that they're going to solve this, since they don't want to be around and alert anybody, is we're going to embed a woman, <laughs> a, a police, woman police inspector is she? in the student body. Well, I guess as an instructor. Well, no, because this is where I'm like, wait a fucking second, because Kendall recognizes her. So it's like she's a pro tennis player, but also an undercover (laughs) police officer because Kendall recognizes her. Yeah. So she's not just a cop. Yeah, because he's like, what are you doing here? She's like, well, this is my actual job. Yeah. So it's almost like she was a cop. It was like, we need undercover. Where? Wimbledon (laughs) and that's how she started her career as a professional tennis player slash undercover cop that whenever you need it she'll teach at the school or or go to the fucking you know find where the drugs are yeah I imagine that's her can we make a movie out of this that's her life right that's who she is she's pro pro tennis player undercover cop by night (laughs) There you There's go. a title. In it's here. a, a TV show. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Get a hold of us, NBC. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so she goes to the school to investigate this, becomes a tennis coach, and apparently falls in love with Kendall. Of course, <laughs> of course, fucking stallion, <laughs> fucking stallion. Uh, yeah. Well, or he falls in love with her. I don't know what was going on there because at one point he walks her home. Yeah, that was and- that scene. It was yeah. the scene where, well, because, okay, number one, that's the scene where he's fucking this chick, and she's like, oh, please, I swear I won't lose my mind anymore, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Come back to bed. And, he's like, and then he notices that uh, she's out walking the grounds at night, right? And he's As like, As you well, do if you're trying to find clues, I guess. You're just fucking this place. chick, and you're like, shut up. Oh, shit, I better go out and help that chick. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> fucking stallion. Fucking stallion. <laughs> 
Goddamn Kendall's. Yep. You're all related to Kendall. You just don't know it. <laughs> he fucked all your moms in college. All of them. Because that's what it looks like. It's like, so he's fucking like four people a day. And that's what we know of. Yeah. We only came in at like towards the evening of his life. So he could have at least fucked three chicks before fucking lunch or dinner or wherever it was. Yeah. God damn it. I hate this guy. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I project onto him. Fuck you. Uh. God damn, these movies are supposed to be made for losers, not stuff. <laughs> well, Kendall is also chosen by the cops to assist the uh, the female detective because that's what he's charged with. Because, like, well, basically, you're one of us already. Or what is? Yeah. Oh, that came later. Right. You're so, supposed like, to be so you're basically it. on the force already. So we'll have you. But uh, so he's supposed to be looking after her because the cops don't have enough money to actually send put somebody on this case. Like, this is strictly volunteer on her part. That she's working this. Yeah. Three fucking chainsaw murders. And we're like, we don't have enough. <laughs> yeah. And then he tells his partner, like, spend the whole goddamn budget on background checks of the entire campus. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite lines from the cop is like, one thing we could be for sure is the killer is on or around campus. It's like, well, no fuck. It's like because four bodies have been found on campus. Fucking detective genius. <laughs> detective genius. Yeah, trust me, it is as much fun to watch this movie as it is to li- probably listen to us talking about it. Uh, so, so there, so this scene, right? This is because this is where the movie like shifted into another awesome gear. The woman is out with the flashlight, wandering around. <laughs> Nick knows where we're going oh, with this. No. Wandering around the outside of the campus, she hears something. We're like, "Oh shit, man, it's the killer." I think they actually do establish that the killer's feet are there. Yeah, and there's somebody in the bushes. And all of a sudden, a fucking guy, an Asian man in a jumpsuit, jumps out of the bushes and starts fucking kung fuing her, like right there in the side of the street. Where you you saw this, right? What? <laughs> what? I must have blanked out. Oh my god, oh, Travis! It's geez. a fantastic. This, so she's walking around with a flashlight. Kung fu dude jumps out, starts fucking karateing her. She pulls out her gun. He knocks it away. He's like, whoa, whoa. And he's like, gets her on the ground. She kicks him in the balls and he <laughs> falls to the ground. At this moment, we hear the revving of an engine and it's Kendall. Oh, Kendall he's on the, comes around. How the fuck did I miss? The, I remember him on the motorcycle. And she's like, don't ride a motorcycle. That sounds like a chainsaw. Yeah, that came right That's after That's hilarious. The, the, so the Asian dude's on oh, the ground the fuck? and Kendall comes up and he's like, what's going on here? And she's like, he just jumped out and attacked me. And so the guy stands up and Kendall's like, Oh, Mr. Kwan, it's my kung fu teacher. They should it's like, not kung fu. It's kung fu what? professor. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck happened to this movie? Yeah, I guess this is. I, I guess this is the one issue with like watching the movie. Like, I had a whole like like I watched when did I watch this Tuesday night? So you know, I had what two days to forget that. Like, I was just like, what that happened? Yeah, random right. fucking kamikaze kung fu. I don't know why he's out attacking poor women in the middle of the night. <laughs> since, since, since he's, he's a, a professor, professor there. Don't know. <laughs> Random. Well, Random. Like professor. That's what's on this fucking movie. Uh, who owns this? You! <laughs> no, just... <laughs> Son of a bitch. On Blu-ray. A classic. Them. Well, <laughs> if, if you watch a- it with people, I think this movie can be a lot of fun. Maybe well, be by yourself. It's I don't funny. know. It's funny. I'm you, but I'm usually, you know, it's like I can enjoy myself with a star crash. I can enjoy that. Yeah. This fucking movie just like fails on all. Like it's not 
funny. It's not like I it's mean, it's bad. Gore. It's got tons of uh, boobs. It's got gore. It's got. Uh, well, it's ton- got the stallion. I want to say Kendall. tons of boobs. Yeah, I want to say tons of no, boobs. Not there's the girl from, in the bed. There's the girl in the pool. Sorry, massacre last week to this. Yeah, that was there's, that was all lingerie and shit. That was nice. Yeah, but they were in lingerie. You got like a woman in the locker room running around with no top on until she gets killed for a while. You get a uh, girl in the the. Uh, no, the swimming the pool. Swimming pool. Uh, she she was, takes her shirt off. She was smoking. You get, yeah. <clears throat> I yeah, believe, she was. was the, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was there yeah. nudity when the, uh, well, nudity, I don't know if Kendall's no, conquest. No, not the dancer. <laughs> not the dancer. <clears throat> <clears throat> Pardon me. Jesus. It was and, just, I don't, it just And fails. the puzzle, which you see all the time. Yeah. But it just, I don't know, but it just fucking, I don't know, to me, the movie just like, it just fails. All right, so the. Because we don't have the. I mean, we're talking fucking 82. You know, this movie puts a Friday 13th poster in the goddamn movie, mm-hmm. you know, for one of those tip of the hat sort of deals. It's yeah. like, and this is not one of those, like, Tom Savini type of fucking, like, no. you don't really see the gore. You, Which you is see funny, Chainsaw. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. the, when he kills the dancer, this fucking killer has Bugs Bunny-like fucking chainsaw hiding abilities where he <laughs> he enters into a, a elevator awesome. with That's the chainsaw funny. hiding behind his back. He's sitting there, and she's like, oh, hey, whatever. He starts it. She looks down. He's holding the chainsaw. like, fucking Bugs I, I Bunny I find it funny this. that we were bashing that scene pretty hard when, yeah. <laughs> when we were watching it tonight. It was ridiculous. I'm just going to sneak in here and hold this behind my back so you won't fucking- see it. Toontown and she's looking at it the whole time when he has it down in front of him. She's like, looked him. Oh my god, that's a that's a <laughs> what do you take from her? He cut her in half at some point. We no, he took her arms, he took her. Oh, arms. that's right. the he fucking dancer. Arms. That's what I was like. His her arms. Yeah. This oh. killer's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> take a dancer's arms, arms in the elevator. And then I believe he kills the uh, so I thought, the oh, tennis coach, arms. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. No. But no, we see her legs, right? <laughs> it's like, well, wait, okay, wait, 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 because he yeah, he's gonna take her feet. Well, he kills the uh, right? the reporter in the 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 waterbed that was talked about before. Actually, mm-hmm. there's a murder on the waterbed where, of course, you have to stab the fucking waterbed so it gets all the blood in it from the woman who's being mm-hmm. killed. But he does kill someone and take their legs, and then the shoes, his mother's shoes. He don't takes the fit. bottom half. He takes that chick's bush. In the, uh, oh, the one from the sauna, the to- the well, the, that's the, top the tennis, player. tennis player. Yeah, the top. You watch her play player. fucking tennis for goddamn seven minutes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you hear fucking marathon music, and I'm like, was this fucking like what they could afford? Or are they just like, what can we have for this? <laughs> and you watch Priceless. Kendall. Oh my god! <laughs> and you watch Kendall and and uh, the undercover tennis pro. They're like walking their way to the thing, and they're like, "Who turned that fucking music on?" You know, I was like, "Oh, so it's not like crappy yeah. stock music. It is supposed to be like the music of the uh, colleges, uh, like yeah. whatever tennis matches or something." And this is where Bluto becomes a, a suspect again because he's the only one who has the keys who can turn this uh, on or off. Yeah, and he doesn't want – he's being very stingy with these keys. Yeah. yeah like, right. I can only do it. It's like, well, let's do it then. The music's obviously on. <laughs> okay. Then don't touch it. You can get – you might be able to get prints. You should know. You're the cop. <laughs> and then it doesn't make sense because they go in there and then he's like, well, these aren't my keys. And we're like, how'd you fucking How you get, get in the, the goddamn keys? door? How did you get in? That's exactly what I was saying. I'm like, <laughs> there are no explanations for these. Oh, things. dude, because it, it tries to be tricksy, but it's like, you fucking suck. 
That's what I don't like about this movie. It tries to be. Oh, oh, it's like, oh fuck you. You know, you just you're stupid. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Well, the, then, the best line in the movie oh, comes up at this point because we find the the Kendall the, the torso of this woman. Torso, sorry. Or, yeah, yeah, Kendall yeah. finds it right. He comes out and he looks all ghastly, horrified. Sends uh, Linda Day George Riggs, who's not, supposed not to be a Martin fucking Riggs. cop. Yeah. The tennis Shit. tennis cop. Which I could a tennis cop. Which I pro <laughs> pro, pro cop. Uh, which I you'd assume a, a cop would be professional about these things. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw up all over the body. Not no, in Mas- did, Massachusetts, then uh, ooh. Well uh, that's where they filmed it. Where's this movie supposed to take place? They filmed it in Spain. It takes place in Massachusetts. Oh, it takes place. Boston. I thought you said they filmed it in Spain and Massachusetts, but well, it's supposed to take place in Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Moving so you got to you got to do this line. Oh, we're fiddling in the music in there. That bastard was in there killing her. Bastard. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Fucking beautiful! Oh, it's like yeah. it's one of those moments in a movie where it, lo- it like I was dying into the stratosphere of bad. I was dying. <laughs> that is oh, when you die, man. dude. You gotta watch that again. You're just like, oh, because oh. I remember. I mean, Colin told me about this like last week. He's like, it's got the best line in the world, and he said it. And I thought it was hilarious. But like nothing fucking would prepare you for actually. Oh my god! Like I mean, even what I did there, like, will not prepare you for and hearing shit, it. I was like. Did that just happen? Oh my god! They just, that was so bad. They just let that roll. Yeah, and she gives it. She's into it too. Oh, well, just wow. that second bastard! You can see her mouth going to like a weird frown, like <laughs> like it's just fucking wrenching at her. But that was like one of the coolest gore scenes where you see the chick like completely hacked up. That's oh, where yeah. they took her lower half. She had the she had the bush, and you actually seen the cut and. Into, into the you side actually of that see the cut into her side. Yeah. I think they said they use like. Am I going to ruin the illusion here? No. They used a pig carcass. They always uh-huh. do that, right? Uh-huh. Yep. They chainsaw the fucking, a pig carcass. Uh, but that's graphic as hell. I mean, that. Before the, I'm not saying uh, it's on the level of like a Friday the 13th. Well, actually, that probably would have gotten an X rating in 1982. Little, yeah, it's a little more than Friday the 13th. Yeah, but Friday the 13th usually shows the penetrate. That's the difference. I mean, even though this did, I mean, but this is the only scene where you see a little, and it's no. literally like, fuck, probably like a few frames of just the chainsaw, and then cuts. There's a couple of irresponsible uses of a chainsaw as a prop in this movie where I swear to God, it looks like the chainsaw is right next to, like running, and right next to the head of some poor actress. There's one scene where I believe it's the, uh, the, the decapitation, dan- is it the dancer. There's a decapitation one, the first kill, where it seemed like that chainsaw was right next to her neck. Running. Running. (laughs) This is in the days before digital composites and stuff like this, so it means that they were irresponsible on the set and had a running chainsaw right up next to the actress's neck. So she had to have been really trustworthy, (laughs) whoever had that chainsaw. But that dancer runs in and barricades the door of the the shower Oh, yeah, yeah. And the fucking chainsaw comes through the door like... Right next to her head. I mean, mm-hmm. it's only like what yeah, three, like, four inches yeah. away from her head. Well, maybe, uh, maybe it was like a it, it was like a boom yeah, boom gee, scene. Would too. you do that? 
I like, no, no, no. Trust me, Travis. Just stand right here. Just stand right here. <laughs> now act. I want you to scream. But it's one of those things I'm where push a fucking chainsaw through. I mean, that I, that's kind of why I've always liked horror in a weird way. Is I think you do when you're che- when you're cheap filmmakers, and yeah, it's irresponsible as fuck. But when you're cheap filmmaker, I, I mean, there's a spirit to it. <laughs> it a, I mean, yeah, you to... want to try to be as careful as fucking possible. But yeah. then again. Accidents happen on big movies. Right, yeah. It so just seemed just how, how quick it happened, though. Like, she went in there, slammed the door, leaned back against it, and as soon as she leaned back, <laughs> went, boom, yeah. right through the door. I was like, damn, that yeah. was close. <laughs> it adds to, like, the anxiety of the scene, I guess, because it does look like it happened for real. I mean, like, it, that's something that you uh, can't fake. It's a running chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Right. It came through the door mm-hmm. inches away from you, you know, like, Wow. Yeah. Rarely do you see that. Probably you shouldn't. You know, well, but if you what, can pull it off. <laughs> yeah. good, if you got to get good on the first take, because if you don't get on the first, yeah, we don't yeah. have another door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the actress. So. <laughs> yeah. So he takes the dancer's legs, and then he tries no, on fucking the, arms, Colin. He sorry, takes the dancer's sorry, right. arms. <laughs> right. The tennis, I know, tennis right? Tennis it makes so much like, fucking sense yes, that you right. take the legs of a goddamn dancer. Yeah. Fucking who wrote this? <laughs> but so the. Uh, Oh, I don't know. It's directed by a game named uh, Juan. What was his name? Juan Valdez. Picure Ramanos. <laughs> Hold on, I'll have it right here. Uh, 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 uh. I don't have it. Oh, there's pieces oh. of Juan. <clears throat> there's not like a Juan Picure Simone, director, not writer. I don't know. I don't have the information here. Um, <laughs> that's, that's probably bad. I know, like, usually fucking covers have the goddamn, like... Yeah. Oh, it's in the credits there. Jay Simon. <laughs> that's the- Simone? That's Juan well, Simone. Juan Simone! <laughs> so he did write it. Screenplay by Dick Randall and John Shadow. Oh, shit, those are the guys... No, I'm kidding. Dick Randall. <laughs> Dick? Yeah. I like how this cover goes. Warning, due to its shocking and violent subject matter, no one under 17 should view this film. But this is this. Okay, so in, is shocking, in the 80s video era, when I saw this, uh, the cover, didn't see the movie, but I had the impression because of that, that this was going to be one of those super hardcore, like if you want, like I spit on your grave, mm-hmm. you know, kind of gave me that impression. Pieces gave me that impression where you were like, I'm going to damage myself. Yeah, yeah, like this right? is I'm going to go snuff. out and start hacking up people afterwards. It's, it's the closest to snuff you yeah, will get it, right. in a weird way. Like yeah. it's That's just a great marketing campaign. When you see it, it's nothing like that. But I'm sure, you know, at the time, maybe it was strong with the, you know, sure. slicing through people. It gave you what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre didn't give you. Texas right. Chainsaw Massacre shows no uh, chainsawing nothing. of flesh. And this movie actually does, at least in one. A little bit. <clears throat> and it gives you the after effect, at least. It's like, here's the body. Da, da, da. Yeah, gore splattered. Oh, my God. It's like and a haunted house. Showing movie. showing that, that tennis player, you know, with her bottom half cut off and, you know, her intestines and everything hanging out. That, that was a really good scene. It was graphic. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the fucking, like, on YouTube, that's the goddamn... Uh, Oh, is it the thumbnail? Yeah, oh, the thumbnail. Oh, the well. chick sitting there, like, oh, it's like, holy fuck, yeah. it looks crazy. Yeah. See, so I, I mean, it. I'll give it that, but it's like fucking eighty-six movie, eighty-six minutes does it not make? You know, eighty-three for the version that we watched. Yeah. Eighty-six is the the, the Spanish. Spanish one. Okay, so in this last act of the movie, this is where, granted, I think it starts to fall apart. I have enjoyed the movie up until this point. <laughs> I don't know about uh, about Nick. Yeah, it's pretty decent. 
But at this point, we realize that the killer needs another pair of legs because these this pair <coughs> the shoes doesn't fit, fit. The sh- his mother's shoes. So the next scene cuts to the Holy detective. fuck, I didn't even realize that was the point of that scene, of the shoes falling off of the... Yeah. I just figured he was a psycho. He's like, I don't give a fuck if they stay on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> crazy. I because the next cut I get it, is though. to the, the, detective, the lady detective's legs. And you're like, oh shit, she's going to be the killer's next victim. And she's going to interview the dean that night. Now, at this point in the movie, <clears throat> we don't have any... There's no, there hasn't been that moment. I guess it comes like in the very next scene where uh, Kendall and the senior detective are like going through records, trying to find any kind of information they can about any of the staff members, see if there's anything about them in the past that could possibly shed a light on what's happening now. And they find a reference, they find out that the Dean's mother was killed when he was a kid. And they're like, shit, it's the Dean. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, they, they weren't like, oh shit, it's the dean. The the one cop goes, yeah, it's the dean. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kendall's like, yeah, but Mary's, but, but over, Mary's there. over there. Then the cop like freaks out. He's like, oh my god, we really got to get over there really fast. <laughs> All right, you stay here, and I'm gonna go there. Wait, no, I'm not thinking. My head's not working. Right. Yeah. You come with me, and we'll both go. Yeah, but he was like nonchalantly. He's like, yeah, it's the dean. He he killed his mom when he was a kid. And that scene is transposed, <laughs> oh, I think. It's in the wrong place because yeah. that scene should have came first. What actually comes first is Mary Riggs goes for her meeting with the dean, yeah. and he sneaks into the kitchen to oh, make yeah. her some coffee and, and spikes her drink. Yeah. Slips her a roofie. And now if you flip those scenes, so it's like they find out he's the guy. Oh, shit. Then you cut to him spiking her drink. That would make more sense. The movie blows its uh, the, the suspense because you're like, well, who is it? And then it's like, okay, we're going to go meet the dean. And then the dean just randomly goes and starts poisoning your drink. And you're like, he's like I guess he's the killer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was pretty. Uh... Yeah. Editing. Fuck Switching around. We'll have to look the the Spanish one and see if they maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Them. I am interested as much as I uh don't care for this movie. I am interested in watching the Spanish version just to see. There you go. Maybe Maybe the music will change it. Maybe not understanding what they're saying. (laughs) 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 Maybe there's different edit. Yeah, maybe it's edited differently. You're saying that the synthesizer score by Cam didn't do it for you? By Cam. (laughs) (laughs) I find it funny you got the soundtrack. CD here. Yeah, I can't imagine. It came with. <laughs> not that I went out and purchased this the on my soundtrack. own. It comes with the. That is the third disc in the three disc set. The third. They made us. So <laughs> the. Uh, so the uh, the dean drugs the the detective Riggs, and so it will Kendall and Randy, the older detective, and. I guess the Christopher George character, who is a major part of this movie, who we, we really haven't talked about. Because he's so fucking, he, all he does is gather information. He's yeah. so boring. We yeah, need and to he go sits here. there with a cigar in his mouth that's never lit. Give me a light. <laughs> ah, damn it. And like his partner gives, never gives him a, a, a man. Because I don't smoke. <laughs> I, I forgot to even for pay you. attention Whatever. to that joke. Did it ever pay off? Did he get the cigarette, uh, the cigar lit at some point? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. He just, hey, he just, well, no, his the whole time, he keeps, I mean, I guess the payoff is the fact that his fucking partner doesn't smoke. 
He doesn't have a match. Oh, budget put, only called for one cigar, so that's the one he had to chomp on the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> if he introduced the cigar in the first act, it must be lit by the third. Movie rule. And it doesn't did happen he? here. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. If was he, he did, supposed to light it? Like, well, no, I don't know. Because, okay, so... So, uh, uh, yeah, Kendall and the cop rush in. The what just fucking shoot uh yeah, one shot. They just shoot the Dean in the head. Yeah. Boom, one shot. Well, there was some uh tussling because Kendall gets there first and has to wrestle with the dude and I think he or no, you know, he the dude hides. Dean hides. She's trying to give Kendall the oh, visual yeah. cue with her eyes, like he's in the closet. <laughs> he, she's no, like behind the curtain or whatever. Yeah. He comes out with a knife, Kendall turns around, wrestles him to the ground, knocks him out, and then as they're about to escape out the door. The dean wakes up in murderous rage, and then Christopher George busts in, and in one of the greatest like cowboy gunslinger <laughs> kind of moves that I've ever seen, like literally he has no time to size up the situation. He just walks into a room, drops into a cowboy shot, and fires off a perfect between the eyes <laughs> kill shot. Right then and there, he should have lit up that cigar. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you're like, okay, that's it. You know, no, everybody's going to be yeah. okay. And then uh, Kendall accidentally, in a shock scene, finds what we've been wanting to see the entire mm. movie, the stitched-together jigsaw woman. That was kind of fun, yeah. finding the woman. That was kind of a shock. Because he's been keeping her in, like, a refrigerator or something? Yeah, or something. Yeah, she ended up being in, like, a carryo cabinet yeah. at the end. Yeah, like, it was, <laughs> like, like, one of those, like, Scooby-Doo fucking right? book-like. Oh, dude, <laughs> I bet you he moved it because, uh, because she her line of dialogue is, if we don't find anything, we're going to have to have a warrant and search the whole school. And he does one of those Scooby-Doo moments, like, while he's pointing your back, like, oh. Yeah. You crazy kids. Yeah. So he probably moved the body. Maybe. Like, they won't find it in my curio cabinet instead of my locked freezer <laughs> that apparently is this giant walk-in. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like a sauna, except cold. Yeah. That's attached to the And that was a good enough scare. But no, they just no, had to fucking geez. be retarded and try <laughs> to do a Friday oh 13th uh, carry rip. I and care. I couldn't even understand because I, I've actually slowed it down. And like the person's wearing a flannel shirt. I'm like, who the fuck is under that sheet? Is it supposed to be the <laughs> dean? Is it supposed to be the girl with the. I assumed it's supposed to be the put together yeah, girl. That's yeah. what I thought. Because yeah. she has kind of nails. Yeah. And she like fucking. Is able to like scar his dick through his jeans or whatever. <laughs> she like, grabs just, Kendall's dick and squeezes that was it. The dumbest. And it, and it ends on a, like a yeah. oh, like a fucking funniest home video. Well, it explodes. Like, she's got but it my explodes dick. Yeah. like a sausage explodes or Ba-bam. something. And what? Blood, yeah, yeah, she crushes it and it just went. No, it, I sort of got it. It just looked like a scratch. No, like she just no, scratches. She scratches down and then goes like boom, and it like. Pops go crazy. I'll have to look better at yeah. that. What the fuck? Because I watched it twice. Because I was like, I was like, who the fuck is that supposed to be? The fucking they don't like really tell you if that's supposed to be the dean or if it's supposed to be the stitched up girl. But it is. I mean, it's got to be the patchwork girl. Yeah. Which I guess that's like a. And it ends with a freeze frame of uh, our hero Kendall, movie star, like almost like cross-eyed like <laughs> my dick because i was waiting for it to be like uh it was like a Jack dream Taylor. or something and he'd be wake up and like, whoa <laughs> yeah. this is yeah this is crazy that's the moment before the he Kendall wakes stick. up right yeah well i guess in a regular that- movie he would wake up <laughs> yep. and then turn around and like the killer's in bed with him or i mean i guess i got what i wanted right i was so pissed off that he was fucking every piece of tail left and right that in the end the, the killer chick uh crushed his dick True or false, this guy, Kendall, is Horror. the actor who plays Horror. him, Jack Taylor, 
better suited for a police academy movie than a horror movie. I don't even know if that. Not for movies. Go back to painting or whatever you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just weird. It's weird having I think this is also what makes the movie uh you know like a camp classic <laughs> is you know we're talking about him like he's crushing all this muff but the, <laughs> he, is. he looks like the last American virgin. For or sure. Something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He looks like the, I was going to say the greatest American hero. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, though like, whatever what? that guy cats or whatever, he was a stud. Yeah. Who thought to cast this guy? I don't know. Well, like, I'm sure know. he was uh, the right price. <laughs> well, they, they got Bluto. What the fuck? I, I know can't like, believe they that had shit. a couple of good, I mean, Bluto. because they had Christopher George, Linda Day, George, Paul Smith, and you uh, said they produced it. <laughs> the guy who, no, no, no. They're just in the oh, budget. Oh. Usually when you cast one, you have to cast the other. Really? Yeah. It's That's weird. Crazy. They're always in the same fucking movies. That's together. interesting. No, damn it. We got kids. To feed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I forgot what my point was. It was something. Oh yeah. And the, the Dean, I only know this from the commentary track. I don't know what he's oh. from, but apparently he is also was a get as far as a cast, yeah, uh, a casting catch, huh? Yeah, so he was also like, you know, popular. oh my god, so yeah. that's why we couldn't kill any of these guys. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, no, I'm not, no makeup, fuck. You know All what right, else well, I noticed just, about this movie? Huh. Uh, having watched a lot of Italian giallo movies, uh, the dubbing, even though this is a Spanish movie, <laughs> the dubbing, you're sitting there like. That's the woman who played the voice of the girl in Deep really? Red. Fuck, That's I the guy who played the the ship captain in Zombie. <laughs> yeah, they were all in there. My problem is it's just so, it's fucking obvious, Dove. I mean, it's yeah. so horrible. It's just like, God damn, it's like one of the worst ADR movie. I mean, it's like. It's it's like a Godzilla movie. Yeah, it's yeah. that sort of like. And they're speaking English. Yeah, they're speaking. <laughs> and it really threw you off because there was like you had the actual audio from the movie. Plus, we were listening to the the crowd oh, you audio too. To crowd. So you had like like you had the go, dub yeah. delay, and then you had a delay on the dub. Hmm. So <laughs> yeah. you had like two track, you know, vocal tracks going and. They were so bad. Yeah. Yeah. That was our fault. Folks. I mean, you don't have to watch it that way. So You're in perfect 5.1 stereo. I'm sure it's been remastered. Whatever. I mean, so it was probably shot completely without sound. They I just think ADR yeah. the Spanish and the English version. And yep. it just sounds very fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think is pieces. We got all the way to the end of the movie. Are there any pieces observations before we go to uh, Igor? To Igor, anything? Uh, we'll get to it in the wrap-ups, I yeah. guess. All right, then. Well, Igor, where art thou, sir? Yeah. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. All right. I just want everybody out there to wish Igor a very uh, happy bath day. It's uh, <laughs> once a year his bath day comes around. And, uh, Hasn't happened yet, though. He still has got that. That's Igor stain. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 after after the show. I'll, no, I'll you, you taste it, man. That's so gross. <laughs> it's in your mouth. All right. Well, here we go. We have this week's mailbag. I thought you were gonna do one of those like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like press it to your forehead. Yeah, what's his name? Or whatever. Amazing, not, yeah, okay. what Amazing the fuck something. Called. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Ah, okay. Broke. So about uh, our previous uh, uh, episode, basket case. Bobette Georgie writes in and says. Um, that uh, 
Regarding VHS and its effect on theater releases, I'm 45 and don't remember movies ever coming back to theaters after its, their initial release. We had first-run theaters and one discount theater where you could see movies that had been released months ago for like two bucks. Is that what you mean by re-release? Discount theaters? Um, no, in the, uh, and again, maybe this was, I went back and looked, at, you know, it wasn't every movie came back. Uh, to theaters on a regular basis. It was basis. the Disney Vault. It yeah. was the, the Star Wars, the Jaws, movies. the ETs, the Pinocchio. They. I was watching a uh, an old uh, news uh, piece where they were just like Pinocchio coming out on VHS. Well, this and the uh, tremendous like yearly run of Pinocchio. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they were they were thinking like if everybody buys Pinocchio, Pinocchio will never make any money and nobody will ever see. Which they might be right. Well, <laughs> they might be. What right. is it next weekend or the weekend after they're re-releasing Ghostbusters for a weekend at the Are movie they? theater? Right, but yeah. see, this is like a so that's a relatively yeah, nowadays, new Fathoms, phenomenon yeah, that that Fathom we have events. re-releases now through mm-hmm. Fathom Events because um, <laughs> when we went through, it was kind of like <laughs> in the DVD era, right? It's like VHS came along, and then you could buy movies or rent movies. You didn't actually have to go to theaters to see them, and so they would just crank out. You know, in the eighties and nineties. So the phenomenon I was speaking of where the re-release thing happened was primarily pre-1985. Right, pre-VHS, Yeah, so we're saying, like, from the invention of movies through, like, 85, and then once Mm -hmm. VHS caught fire, it was over. Um, And even then, when I was younger, it was primarily, like Travis said, it was the Disney vault and, you know, the big hits, you know. like Yeah, or maybe even, like, the Draculas, Frankensteins, you know, you get those double features and all that. Yeah. And then, but that's still probably even the big cities, you know. I mean, well, like the majors would release, like I mean, like Godfather, Grease, Jaws, you know, Star Wars, maybe Planet of the Apes. I don't know. I maybe don't which Planet of the Apes is coming back to Fathom Events in July? Yeah, of twenty sixteen. <laughs> I take my ten year old nephew. Yeah. So then, in recent years, the Fathom Events has cropped up to offer re releases that aren't really. Like studio re-releases, they're like Turner Classic movies. Yeah, they're just versions somehow, of yeah, which they are doing great. I mean, last year was like Psycho and uh, Jaws, Double Indemnity, uh, yeah. Jaws. This year is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Planet of the Apes. The Shining is coming up. Is in it October? The yeah. Shinnins, Willy the Wonka Shinnins. and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, the original. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see that theater. Yeah. So I mean, it's cool. You can go see those movies in the theaters if you live. That's I yeah. Think it's that's awesome. AMC it's coming back because I'm, only do that. I'm actually starting to get rid of some of my Blu-rays because it's like, dude, once I see it on the big screen, that would be like it for me. You know, like <laughs> that's the memory all you these have? movies I've seen on TV my whole life. I will finally get to see on the big screen. It's like, well, fuck, that's what, what more can you ask? You know, that's the experience you want. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, and then on pieces, pieces. Uh, Susan Darko writes in and says, I heart emoticon this one. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobette Georgie also wrote on this one and said, mommy issues. As far as <laughs> yeah. I just wish we knew what mommy issues. I wish we knew who gave him the puzzle. I wish we knew like, it, 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 I kind of got that his dad probably gave him the puzzle. Yeah? Yeah, because she was like, oh, your father was into that garbage, and too. And, in the Air Force. Yeah. yeah. It's like a pinup model, I guess. That's right? Yeah. The, the, I mean, it's a picture of a pinup model. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but if I remade this, I would have had there been, like, an incestual relationship between the mother and the son. And that's why the mother punishes them for looking at other women. That Because mm-hmm. you'll leave me like your father. You know, that's close how to I would. Psycho? Yeah, I'd go, but like I'd go super thing? fucking yeah. incest. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's and then creepy they got to me. Motel, I don't know why probably doing that. Well, yeah. Thank you. Which I never liked that about the modern day psycho, like after part three or whatever fuck, when they're like, what the fuck? His oh, mom yeah. was like, Ugh, damn, fuck you guys. I don't, I don't want Norman Bates <laughs> to be incestuous about his mother. I want the mother to be overbearing to Norman. Yeah. He mm-hmm. loved his mother. He didn't love, love his mother. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. that's just here or there. But we'll do thank, psycho some other time. <laughs> thank you both. For, I think yeah. both, thank you both for listening and taking the time to write in. If uh, you, listener, want to write into us, you can get a hold of us at, on Facebook. You can look us up, Saturday Night Freak Show, or Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. We're also on Twitter at Sat Freak Show, and you can get us a hold of us by email at uh, Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. So that brings us to wrap-ups on pieces, beginning with Travis. Um, This movie, is, this is one of those things I probably really loved when I was uh, smaller, I guess, more of a gorehound. You know, when you start off watching these horror movies, you're just a gorehound. You're like, the blood, the, the, you know. And then just the more and more you see fucking horror movies, you start looking for like, where's some goddamn story? <laughs> where's some character? Where's so and it's like and usually like fuck, this movie should be up my alley. But like I said, since the characters aren't really connected to any of the scenes, I just don't give a fuck about anything in this movie. Just nothing. Just because the characters aren't the victims. I don't know why that matters to me. I mean, you could watch the same movie. That's better if you watch Happy Birthday to Me, if you watch fucking... I mean, shit, there's just tons of this movie, right? But that actually make the whodunit kind of interesting. My Bloody Valentine, or... I just... Like, I mean, yeah, it's awesome that they did the Chainsaw thing. I'm a big fan of Chainsaw Murderers. Uh, even though this movie kind of made me realize, like, this would be hard to get away with. That's why they had to do the Bugs Bunny reveal, like, you know... Pulling it out with her not even noticing it. Well, how'd he get to the pool? Like, he goes into the pool, and she jumps in the I thought water. he's already waiting in there. But, no, he, I don't, well, hmm. I figured he's already waiting in there. chainsaw was waiting for him. Because he's the, the one. I'm wondering, how the fuck did he know he was supposed to meet her? How the fuck was he, did he know that girl was supposed to meet in the pool? Oh, I guess, okay. Because he intercepted he picked, the message. Yeah, he got well, the message and uh, no no because the girl's like i want to fuck in a pool she throws the she gives the message to kendall kendall throws it in a waste paper bag, but it mm-hmm. knocks out and you're supposed to like, oh someone's gonna pick up the note and find out she's gonna fuck him in the pool then the dean was like i'm, I'm gonna write a note and and do this and do, do, do. you know it's like it's just like what the fuck so i think he was already waiting in there based off the prior information uh, from that waste mm. paper basket note. Mm-hmm. It, it just seemed to me like the chainsaw was waiting in the pool, but maybe he'd set that up. Like, it was there, and he snuck in, and yeah. then it was like, oh, there's a chainsaw here. Oh, you think, weird. you think Bluto left it behind? No, because they already used the chainsaw. Yeah. That's his method. It was a mm-hmm. continuity error. Or maybe he put it there. It I wish the bizarre. movie would have been the anatomy, uh, <laughs> like, professor. <laughs> that would have yeah. made sense. Right. Or something. Or, like, it should have been... They were kind of, like, pushing that, though. They're like, oh... Could have been a professor. Yeah, you know? but there's only really like what three scenes with them. I mean, mm. the professor explains what he does, and the fucking uh, where were my, you, professor? I was my, in the library. That's another problem I have with this movie. Is this movie is almost like a gory NCIS? A lot of this movie <laughs> like relies on just like, well, what is that? 
well, and another, it's just like, fuck, this is just information about like, like people's jobs. (laughs) It's not character shit, you know? Yeah. This movie, it just doesn't have character period. Uh, Kendall's your only guy that you, Kendall and the police officer, the two characters you're with the whole time, right? Or a majority of the time. And there's nothing really tying you to either to either of them. Uh, I mean, like I said, Kendall, you're supposed to feel you're supposed to emotionally attach to the idea that the girl he was supposed to just fuck in the pool is his girlfriend, and that's what gets him involved. But it's just not the case. It's just they make it clear <laughs> it's not the case. So, um, and and like I don't know, the gore is okay. I call them the after effects. Like it's like a haunted house movie. It's like if we all just like already got our shit like set up and let kids come down in the basement. They're like, Oh, oh. I mean, that's what this movie is. It's like this already. I mean, and it's not a bad idea. Really. If we're talking 82, we're talking special effect. I mean, Tassavini was just starting to pave the way with gory special effects in 80 fucking one or 80 or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Probably shot in 80, 79 or right, whatever. Yeah. But still for people that had no fucking money, it's still pretty fucking gory. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it is a grindhouse movie you should see. So, I mean, regardless of even how much I hate it, uh, I do recommend it because you got to see it once. You just have to. You got to see pieces. This is probably my second or third time seeing it. I mean, I'm sure I watched it a lot when I was a kid, like just a gore hand watching it with our buddies, but I'll at least have to recommend it. All right. Uh, so pieces for me. Uh, I came into this never seeing it, never hearing about it, which is odd for me. Um it- <laughs> <laughs> my, that's what i say uh, you know i i you know watching it tonight i, I kept wanting to like it you know because i i kind of liked how that had that feel to it but it just just when you start liking it then it's it just throws the stupid shit you at you. Jazzercise or seven uh, yeah, minutes. Right? What am I fucking watching? Who is this person? Does she have a name? I gotta go to the John. Go downstairs. Like go down exactly. four floors. Oh my it's god! Like, this is just, just killing like, time. It was killing just, time. It took her twenty minutes to go downstairs. Yeah, it's like what the fuck. And to have no no payoff at all. The way she's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I ran into you. Yeah, just the chick. That's like the cat scene, right? Like yeah. uh, just another chick's in the bathroom. Like oh shit. Well, it was know? the killer was going after her, but since there was another girl there he had to wait until the next day even though i do like a girl saying i'm gonna go to john it just like makes me think of like like how girls are just like these dudes fucking like i'm gonna go fucking you know <laughs> pop a score <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah and uh you know uh you know that the first scene you know where he's it was 1942 you know i thought that was pretty cool where you you know Blasts his mom in the head, and you know, and all of a sudden, you you see him just saw, <laughs> just oh, yeah. sawing at her, <laughs> you know, cutting her to pieces. Oh, fuck, I forgot. You know, and and then you look, and the whole the whole room is just blood splattered all over the place, mm-hmm. and and then it lost me in the scene because I'm a I'm a football geek, and uh, I, and I think they were pushing too hard, saying, "Oh, this is Boston, this is Boston," because they had a New England Patriot. Uh, pennant on the wall. Oh. <laughs> I go, 
they weren't the New England Patriots back in 1942. They they didn't even become a football team until 1960. Yeah, they, they, Spanish. they don't know what they did. This is like the do not entry sign on. I'm like, uh, the, I'm like, uh, oh, so this is how we're gonna go. Yeah. And then it opens up with the girl, you know, going hitting a glass and made no sense at all. And it had the the 70s stank i guess to it um it had a couple nice looking girls in it and ah, and and only really one good gore scene that i thought was with the shower the the shower where she got cut in half yeah it kind of had that when they showed her laying there with her stump you know on the ground it made me think of fish boy from uh house of a thousand corpses (laughs) Um, but I, I had fun watching it, you know, cause Gary was down here watching it with us and, you know, we were all making comments to it and, uh, you know, it was, it was a good time to watch it like that. I don't know if I could sit there and watch it by myself and enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> Maybe if it was, I think a- if you had some helper, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I would say. If you're, I would see it if you're in a group setting, but I think I personally would pass on it with the, if you're just wanting to even kill time. There wasn't that I mean, I much gore. I hate this movie. I agree, I agree with you 100%, but dude, this must be seen. It just has to be. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm, I'm on the fence with that one, but. I will say at least like Travis said, watch it once, but I, you know, I, I'm not going to go and sit and watch it again. <laughs> you say that now. No, this is the last time I will. No, I'm going to watch the Spanish version. And I, and I am blown away that this movie was released on Blu-ray on this big, I was shocked when I'm like, you have this movie? And and at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, I go, and they Put this on Blu-ray. Fucking global warming. <laughs> oh yeah, it's got like so many special features. It's amazing. I do want to borrow. This. Yeah. Um, was that it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree with necessarily anything that's been said tonight. <laughs> if you're looking for a good movie, you have come to the wrong place. <laughs> a Doug movie. <laughs> but if you want a fucking fun movie, if you want to be entertained, that is the primary goal, I think, of the makers of this movie. You know, the story doesn't make any sense. The story is the worst. <laughs> the, the random kung fu scene. Oh, that's kung fu professor. Awesome. I can't even believe kung I did it. It's oh, don't worry. He's just my that? kung fu professor. <laughs> and the he audience explodes women. in laughter. I mean, it's just it's something you have to behold because it's one of those movies that you can't you can't believe you're actually watching it. You know, I mean, there's movies that uh, we were talking uh, outside and off uh, off the recording about how movies now have gotten this idea of what a cult movie is. And so they come prepackaged as a cult movie where, like, they're very ironic. They're aware that they're a cult movie. So, like, the jokes are all guaranteed toward, like, look at how self-reflective that we are. You know, yeah. this leads to the culture that gives you Sharknado. 
Right. You know? For sure. Zombievers. But, but this is an actual, genuine article. A movie that, at the time, they probably thought was, like, the makers of this thought they were making the next Friday the 13th. Or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, well, I mean, well, hoping. They, they went into it thinking it. They didn't have the talent to pull that off. So, <laughs> you know... It comes out, and now, years later, I think I'm enjoying it from an ironic perspective. I'm not enjoying the movie that was intended. I'm enjoying the movie that uh, time has revealed that it was. For sure. And it is so much fucking fun. I don't know. That's why I'm like, this is like the star crash of slasher movies. Because, I mean, I watch a lot of stuff, and I'm like, every once in a while, these things come around. And you're just like, I can't believe that, you know, you bust a gut la- laughing to the bastard, bastard, bastard thing, the, <laughs> the smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed. I mean, like, yeah, there's just so much of it. And you're just like, they're either colossal missteps on the point of the filmmakers, uh-huh. but it, it kind of tilts the, the movie. The girl getting drowned with a freaking net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> then she strips down to a, a swimsuit and then takes the top off and throws it in the pool because that's what you do. <laughs> I mean, because it, it in the in the interest of entertaining you, it's like we're going to give you skin, and that's I think the jazzercise thing was like you know at that point oh, in everything. the movie, I had been trained by the movie that like every woman who walks in this or in movie Where is boobs. Yeah, it's going to be her like boobs? there's going to be boobs here. There's <laughs> boobs coming. So you're kind of watching it with that anticipation. I forgot that there actually wasn't a boob payoff to that scene. You know what? You know what the difference between Friday Thirteenth and Pieces is. Friday Thirteenth is made by two guys that made children's films, so they kind of know kids. They made these adolescent movies before they put those characters into a slasher setting, right? So they knew how to make those movies with those type of kids, make them funny, make them real, make them. And then all they did was add the horror element because it's like, well, fuck, we got to make a hit, or we're not gonna, you know, we just need money. But it's because they were making family entertainment is how they knew how to write those characters. And I really believe that. Like, these are horror fans, right? They just want to make another Fright 13th. They're like, we're going to talk about pot and boobs, right? Yeah. Pot and boobs. <laughs> yeah. and, and a lot of murder. Yeah, there and is then no you get pieces. You don't get any heart at but all. It, you don't have character work in the way that it's convincing at all. But what you do get, it's the flip side of this, where you get these actors who... You know, again, I'm not terribly familiar with a lot of their work, but the idea that, like, you've got these actors probably at the end of their, uh, you know, toward the twilight, whatever they did that made them a name happened before this movie. Mm-hmm. And now they're slumming in a movie called Pieces in Pieces. Spain. Right? <laughs> so you're getting to see these people who have some acting ability just kind of cut loose on something they're figuring no one's ever going to see. You know, this isn't going to lead to their next acting job. This is just paying off their new car and their new house or whatever. And so they're over there like doing this. So they're capable people doing character moments. Like they're trying to bring character to an underwritten screenplay. And they make these really weird and odd choices, which become entertaining in themselves. Just to very watch. animal house, you know, kids after animal house changed the movies, right? Like, Animal House changed how these are what kids act like. Pot, fucking tits, booze, blah, 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 blah. It's more, I think it's more Animal House than it is other no, horror not, movies. No, but I'm not talking about that. I get it. I'm talking about, like, the older, you know, like the Christopher Yeah, I get, I, I, the, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I would definitely recommend this movie. Is it a gorehound masterpiece? No, I mean, now it's, uh, you know, kind of time is I'd diluted. I'd call it a gorehound masterpiece. 
I mean, just because it has enough. Just the gore hound. <laughs> it does have blood and entrails. If you're just looking for fucking like, that's brutal. Yeah. Oh, metal. <laughs> it does have, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's if you. you're that guy. Yes, then this movie is for you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's a definite, definite recommendation for pieces. So next week on the Saturday night freak show, special announcement, Travis is going to pick the movie. We've been to plenty of camps and sorority houses and prom nights in the past few weeks. So I think we're going to take a break and I think we're going to go somewhere uh, different. Uh, we're going Ninja three, the domination <laughs> by Cannon Globus. <laughs> oh, have we done a Cannon Globus movie? Uh, Cannon films? Uh, he, uh, he man. No, oh, he, he man. Was, was he man? Cannon Globus? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so we have. So we have done. So, the but we're going episode. back. We're the most. I mean, you don't have to watch Ninja. Well, you won't even find Ninja One or Two because it's called. Uh, well, Enter the Ninja, and then Ninja the Revenge or Revenge of the Ninja. Revenge of the Ninja. Yeah. So, but you don't need to watch those. This has no. nothing to do with those at all. <laughs> this is just Ninja Three: The Domination. All right, that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show, and until then, the basement is going dark.